Moms in Baseball. This is episode 106, and I'm Stephanie. And I'm Diana. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about travel baseball, um, like we usually do. But <laughs> it's that's kind of an be... ongoing theme, 105, it's... six episodes in. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's a little different this time. Um, no, I was at work, and I was having a discussion with one of the parents, and uh, I think we were talking about travel sports and what I was doing this past weekend, and she was like, oh, really? Well, my son's five, and I really, we're going to do some travel sports next year for baseball, and I was like, oh. Really? Why? And her reasoning was that her son um, just wasn't being challenged enough with the rec ball or the little league. And so that's like assumed your next step is to do travel or uh, select baseball. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I wouldn't have thought that if I was a regular parent. But I mean, things may change. If you were a regular so, parent? Well, I mean, like, because now I'm in baseball, <laughs> so and so that's all I think about. Not regular, not but, normal. I understand. No, we are, us baseball, Diana, we are a breed, that's for sure. <laughs> we are different. You meant, like, if you were, like, a rec ball parent? Is that what you meant by a regular yeah, parent? I think if I was just, like, no, and not even knowing about travel sports, oh, like, right. in general. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I that just would not be my first assumption is to go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go jump right in because we know it's pretty intense. And um, if your kid doesn't really enjoy it and you just want to get them some more games, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That was just me. So I decided to do a little post about it on our um, Parents in Baseball. So if, if nobody knows about it, we're on Facebook. It's Our group is called Parents in Baseball. Everybody should join it. And I did like a little poll. And so some of the comments were very interesting to me. So I thought that maybe we could go over some of them. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's great. And right before we started recording, Stephanie mentioned, oh, we're going to talk about our poll today. And I said, what poll? I missed it. (laughs) Don't know how. I'm very much involved in parents and baseball, but I guess the algorithm decided not to show this to me. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I had never even seen it. So I am I'm just going to let Stephanie tell me all about the poll. I'm assuming is this you're asking people why? Yes, why they put their kids in travel or select baseball. And so the number one reason with 40% was gain more exposure with increased competition, which we've talked about that before. And that kind of was part of our reasoning, I think, to do travel baseball. But then also um, our other reasoning for ourselves were like we were having so much fun in our group that we were like, yeah, as parents, like, let's just keep it going. And so then we kind of looked for... um, a travel team to kind of go and then be able to do lots more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what were some other reasons uh, people mentioned? The next one with 26% was more challenging games. I'm assuming they're comparing that to rec baseball or little league. I feel like that's a nicer way to say, I want my child to play with and against more talented players. (laughs) Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yep. Yep. You are probably correct. Um, Then the next highest one. Sorry, looking at them right now. Hold on. There was a tie for the next one. These both were 10%. So the first one would be need to play better competition than rec to get better. Okay. And then the other one is increase practice and work on fundamentals. Okay. Which... I'm not so sure on the increase. I mean, yes, it is increased practice, I guess, because you're having a longer season. But I don't 
know about the fundament fundamentals. It, it, I guess it would all depend on what organization you joined, but I think that maybe if you want more fundamentals, you would do more little league, more rec. What are your thoughts on that? So I was going to say, in theory, we should be teaching ton of, tons of fundamentals at both. So you really shouldn't have to leave rec to do that. But right. I think, I again, I'm just going to make assumptions here from people I've talked to myself and what they think. Um, that what they mean is in rec ball, we tend to have more like hey, who wants to coach this team? We can't find a coach. Does anyone want to coach this team? Who will coach this team? Oh, you know, you don't know anything about baseball, but you're willing to step up and coach this team? <laughs> Great. And, right. and, you know, so we have a lot of coaches that, like volunteer coaches that, you know, are doing an awesome service to the community, but don't maybe even know the fundamentals to teach. And in right. theory, if you're doing something where you're paying a bunch of money and spending all this time in a travel or select situation, you're hoping that either the coach themselves can, you know, do a better job of teaching fundamentals or can bring somebody in. But I feel like especially in the younger ages, I mean, they went through a lot. I remember 8U baseball river dogs learning the sit, shovel, gain ground. Wait, sit, shovel. (laughs) I can't remember. Oh, alligator. Somewhere there's an alligator. Sit. (laughs) (laughs) This is how to feel the ground ball. What did they say? And, you know, they're eight years old, so they teach it Uh like they're, you know, in elementary school, which they are. Sit, shovel, alligator, gain ground. And they were like these four steps and they would go through each step. And then you like put it all together and you try to make it more fluid and just go over over and over and over and over. I mean, that was like about as basic as basic as it can go. I remember them lining kids up to play catch and my brother, you know, making sure they know this is the foot you stop with to play, you know, like, and this is is what your arm should do to follow through, like very, very bare bones. So I do feel like in our situation, they've had a lot, a lot of uh, fundamental work at the travel level. But since Trevor, you know, my husband has coached both, I've seen him teach those exact same fundamentals, you know, in rec ball too. So the kids didn't have to leave rec ball. To learn a lot of that True. stuff. So I don't True. know. That was a long way right. to say yeah. that. Was, sorry, that was really, really wordy <laughs> way to say. I guess it just depends, right? True. Uh, you're right. I guess it depends in the area that you live in. True. You you are correct. And that if is, you have the right correct. coach at the rec level, I guess. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Because in in Little League, I think even for uh, my middle son, we didn't do travel sports for him, but we did do uh, Little League. And he was taught like stealing, sliding, which I was like, yes, because all those kids need to learn that too, especially if they're going to go on and play, um, you know, Pony League or Mm -hmm. play at their high school level or anything like that. So I thought that was good. Yep. Um, The next two are also tied at 6%. So... um, which this one was like a joke and I thought it was too funny. Um, this one is we don't value saving money. <laughs> Isn't that? And I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. Did like, I do that yes. one and I just yeah, forgot about it? <laughs> right? I, and that's what I mean. Like, uh, because money is not important a to us. Breed. I know money. No. Why would I save it? Let me buy that four hundred dollar uh, bat. OK, yeah. that's great. I need to find that person and friend request them. <laughs> I know, right? Right. It's on there, Diana. You can. It's in bold on there. You that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
they'd be excited. Um, then the next one is um, at 6% as well is more games in a season, which does make sense. The more games that you are playing, um, the more practice you get and kind of, you know, in those real life kind of situations, not just practice. So you do get more games, um, especially for the younger kids, because what is our season? Our season starts March sometimes for travel. Yes. I mean, yours might. I don't think I've ever started in March, April, for usually, middle of April. Is it usually but April? You, um, but we did I mean, indoor ones, go... didn't we? Oh, well, that's true. So, so to me, that's almost like a different season. Like you have like your fall ball season <laughs> and then you have your like winter dome ball season, which is like January, true. February. And then you have spring season, like outdoor ball. And usually in Michigan, that's like second week of April's pushing it, maybe third week of April. True. True. But absolutely. Yeah. Well, so now seeing as travel baseball can be kind of all year round for even people in Michigan. Look at that. Yeah. Uh -huh. How, what are your feelings on fall ball? Because I, <laughs> that's a new one for us. I don't think it's always been fall ball is not always a common thing, especially for travel sports, but it's becoming more and more popular. What are your thoughts on that, Diana? Hmm. I love the idea of fall ball in theory. It hasn't worked out for us well yet, meaning both kids have done maybe like three years of fall ball total. We don't mm -hmm. generally do it. Um, and when we have done it, it's been in the same league every time. So I don't have like a very like well-rounded opinion here of fall ball. It's just like, you know, a local league where you go do double headers on Sundays um, and we have one actually really close to us, a town right next to us that's doing a fall ball doubleheader on Sunday. And Xander was not interested. <laughs> so <laughs> he's not playing. And it's just like for high school age kids. And what they're doing is really interesting. It's not they didn't take travel teams. This is a very low key thing. But I thought it was a great. They're taking um, high school area. High school area coaches are coaching and then high school area players are signing up and then they're mixing up the teams to make sure there's not more than four kids from each school on the team so that, you know, a coach can coach without getting in trouble. But, you oh, know, you nice. have kids from all like neighboring, like rival schools, like all being like kind of thrown together on a fall ball team to play. And I thought, well, that's actually kind of a cool thing. But anyway, our experience with fall ball has been at least around here. It's not like uber competitive and it's just taken so not seriously that um, it always feels like it should be laid back and fun, but it ends up just being kind of frustrating. Like we're not practicing anymore. And so like, and you notice like every week, it's almost like we get like worse and worse somehow and it gets colder and more <laughs> miserable every week. And I don't know. I, I think it's okay in theory, but I'm a huge proponent of taking a break from baseball and giving your arm a break, especially if your kid's a pitcher or a catcher or both in one of my cases. Um, so I think it's great if the kid really wants to play more ball, but I also don't, this is just my opinion. I'm not a college coach, but I don't think it's the end of the world if they don't play as long as they're doing something productive, meaning maybe they're three sport athletes and they're playing football or tennis or something, or they're, you know, working out or I know this year Xander's and Max's travel team, neither one is like making them do a travel ball situation or a fall ball situation with our team. So I guess I, I guess I'm grateful for that, for the break. And I think my kids are grateful for the, for the break. With that said, they are doing like little like clinics and things. 
every Sunday. They just did that today, um, just like an hour-long clinic on Sunday, and I think that's perfect. And there's no throwing involved, so they can still rest their arms, but they can work on base running and hitting and things like that. So anyway, with that said, I know Keegan has a completely different fall ball experience going on right now, so I would love to hear about that. Yeah, his is his is very different. So and uh, going back to your reference, like, I think I enjoyed that little tournament fall ball that we did a couple years ago, like Like with the double to the same place. Yeah, it was a double header. It was just on Sunday. And then we kind of it was a competition, but it did kind of yeah, they did kind of get worse as it went on. But (laughs) I still enjoyed it. Like, I don't know how these people do these tournaments, you know what I mean? Like for the fall, because they're still going to be like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That is your entire weekend and you're already doing that in the fall and the weather's getting kind of colder and work. I mean, you've already taken off so many days for your summer. Now you're taking off more days for the fall. Um, And so we have had a couple of those. They were optional, thank goodness, for our team. But then also Keegan has, at this age group, college camps. So you're starting to do more of those college camps and then his team gets invited to do certain college camps, which is nice. because then that's just like a fee kind of uh, for the team. And but so we do those as well. I would hate to lump that in with fall ball because that's like a completely sure, different it's not. thing. Like that's it's not fall ball. It's almost like a practice. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, he's... But it's at different colleges. It's and... about as showcasey as you could possibly yes. get. Like it's that college inviting your team scene. We know you have really good players. We would love to see you come play, like come work out at our facility and we will watch you. Like yeah. that's... To me, you can't compare that to like double header fall balls in your like <laughs> local town. Like that's <laughs> that's a different animal completely. So I don't want to hear you complain about that, Stephanie. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you're calling me out for this. Yes, that's nice. That's why we talk all the time, Diana, so you can bring me back and be like, no. No, no, no. no. We're not, not going to complain about that today. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, we've had a couple of tournaments, but like I said, they were optional. And just just like you said, it's nice to have that break um, because, you know, when we're doing in high school, at least you have your high school ball, which starts in the winter yeah, and like then you March-ish. go straight into travel ball. So that's like a good, gosh, six months, maybe. Right. Seven months. Well, for us, but I are high school season starts way later than I feel like just about everybody else too so oh it does true but they don't they start practicing though earlier in Michigan not officially because they can't officially start until uh you know whatever MHSA says which is like a week after the basketball season ends so yeah you are right like middle of March or whatever I think might be the official start yeah. So, but I feel like other states start like January or something stupid, like real early. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. And I'm like, aren't you cold? Like, don't you have snow on the ground too? But when I'm on those in those Facebook groups, like we're just getting ready to have our first practice and people are having like their district finals and state finals and stuff in other states. So, yeah, I know we're yeah. in a different schedule. So, for yeah. sure. I guess what you're saying to your point, even for us, we have like this tiny short schedule compared to everybody else, but it's getting longer and longer as yes. we're starting to expand with fall ball and first absolutely dome so ball it's nice to have that little break dome <laughs> whatever winter whatever you want to call it out of that yeah thank goodness you can only do that for so long before the kids are all just too big and it doesn't work anymore i do not miss that it, w- it was nice while it lasted but then yeah once you get so old you're like everybody's hitting dingers because the ball can go nowhere i mean except hitting up at the the dome right yep so that was all that we have for the poll. Oh, th- those were all the options. Okay. Those were all the options. I never filled out an option. So I want to see 
Well, no, let's start with you. Oh, you you said why you started. You started because everyone was just having a good time and they wanted to keep the good times rolling. Yeah, so we were kind of a combination of both and we wanted to do a little bit more competition. Yep. I tried not to see, because while you were talking, I was scrolling through the options, and oh. I tried not to see what my husband answered, because I wanted to answer without being, like, tainted by his answer. Yeah. And he was the one who said he wanted to play more games. Uh-huh. I am going to call him out on that, <laughs> because he's not here. <laughs> and I guess we'll see if he actually listens yeah, to these. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is just my opinion, and this is maybe because I've gone to a dark place lately in regards to travel ball. <laughs> I-, I believe... We started Travel Ball because he, maybe us, maybe we wanted to play more games. Ah. I don't know that our kids were like desperate to like play. I think that they liked it. I think that they really liked it. And I think that they were happy to play more games. Right. You know what I mean? But I really think it was, we were surprised that they were such short seasons with Rec Ball. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. when we didn't have all-stars yet at the younger ages. And it was just like, goodness, like summer break started and we're literally all done with baseball. And that's that. And it just seemed kind of weird. But I happen to know that when we started, this is, neither of us knew that travel ball was a thing. We kind of knew because Trevor had, and my brother had played like high school, like showcase level type travel ball, but we didn't know it was a thing, you know, for younger ages and to the degree of what it exists now um, until we, he knew somebody through work that had gone, I think, I I know I've talked about this, that went to uh, Alabama for spring Mm -hmm. break. And so he was going with high schools to Alabama. This other kid was going with his travel team. And I know, and he was like 10, 12 years old, something like that. And Trevor just thought that that was the coolest thing. When he told me about it, I thought it was like the dumbest thing. (laughs) Like, why would you pay, like, who pays that money to travel that far? Well, we did for like seven years in a row. (laughs) We do. But anyway. We do, yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, like who spends more per month on travel ball fees than their mortgage? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Let's go right, right here, here. Right here, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and I don't know if it's necessarily like a super negative thing, but I honestly, if I had to come down to like what's the one reason why we did it, I would label it FOMO. Oh. It was fear of missing out. I literally, like that's, you know, and like that can motivate you to do like good things too absolutely it doesn't mean that that's always bad but literally i think that's what it was Mm -hmm. it was like and then as and i think that that's a driving force now though like you see other kids that are doing Mm -hmm. this and you don't want your kid to not be able to have this opportunity because their friends are having this opportunity so now we have to do it and i really think a lot of it is like i'll I'll say a positive peer pressure right you know like not really people pressuring others to do it but you just that's what your peers are doing and that's what your kids' peers are doing and you don't want them to fall behind. So you feel like you have to do it. And I, I think that's why a lot of us do mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. honestly, or why we How get we started. How we get started, yeah. And then they just suck you in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we fell in love with it. Absolutely. It all, our whole family did. We all fell in love with it. Um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that was that would have been my option. I would have added fear of missing out. So. That's a good one. I like that one. That is a good one. Well, that is all we have for today. You guys can keep up with us at Moms in Baseball or on our Facebook group, Parents in Baseball. You can also follow us on Instagram at Moms in Baseball. If you have any questions, feel free to message us. Or if you have any episode um, topics that you want us to discuss, let us know that way as well. Yeah, please do. Because I feel like our last few episodes are like starting <laughs> to get like darker and like more depressing. So please help 
us. We need your help. We need your help. (laughs) Until then, have fun at the fields. We'll see you next week. This will probably be raw too. Just so you are like, (laughs) that's I'm excited. It is what it is. I'm excited. Okay. (laughs)